This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what it is? It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I am Jamie. And we are family. Sorry. (laughs) I don't even know what we're doing that for. I just wanted to come in with you. Sometimes we just say them. Oh, my God. I just turned my Wi-Fi back on my phone. And one of the options was Pumpkin King. Pumpkin King. Pumpkin King, apparently. So, you know what gives you, like, the different networks? Uh Uh-huh. One of them is Pumpkin King. Yeah. Any old who. So, let's just dig right in. Jamie's starving. I gotta get her home. I know. I'm hangry, people. I'm hangry. You do so much better with hangry than I do. Like, I lose my mind. I wouldn't be able to sit here if you were hangry. I I turn into, like, my my six-year-old is what I do. I turn into my six-year-old. He, like, throws himself on the ground when he's inconvenienced. You go full. I do so things. You go full-blown Emily Rose. Like. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Oh, okay. Okay, so listen to this, right? So, the other day. Yesterday? It might have even been yesterday. All right, yesterday. Um... It was like 11 o'clock by the time I realized I had not had breakfast. And by then, it was too late. There's no turning back now. No. So, I yell out to Bruce. I'm like, I'm like, what are you making? Because I can hear him out there making something. He was like, I'm making eggs. I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, and he was like, you want some? I'm like, yeah, I'm starving. He's like, okay. So, I'm thinking he's just frying up some eggs. Like, scrambled eggs take 2.3 seconds right. from pan to plate, right? And I'm like, 20 fucking minutes later, I'm like, why have I not ate yet? And I realized how sad this sounds. And I would have made it myself. Like, I'm not really that kind of person because it sounds like, where's my food, motherfucker? No, Why haven't I eaten? Yeah. How dare you not put my food on my plate? Peasants. But, <laughs> yeah. But just because he said, I'll make you some too. And I'm assuming he's making it. No, he made the kind that go in the muffin tins. Oh. Because he made like a whole oh, thing. he made egg cups. Egg cups, yes. And they're fucking excellent, by the way. Just yeah, I used you know. to make them all the time for Kathy. Oh my god, so he does like an egg with um, Canadian bacon and um, like a piece of um, Velveeta cheese on it mm-hmm. and Tejana seasoning on top. Tahin. Tahin, is that what it is? I always call it, it's Tahin though. It's not tahin. Tejana. No, it's Tahin. Tahin. So good. I love that stuff on everything. It's actually on my grocery list to go get more. But, um, and he put them in there. Well, he failed to tell me that he was making egg cups that needed to be baked for seven fucking thousand hours. Which 20 minutes feels like when you've already gone past the point of no return and you're fucking hungry. And it's like, I'm like, seriously? I'm like, I didn't think I had to ask you. So I'm like here in my office looking back, I can see the kitchen and I know he's doing something in the kitchen. So I'm thinking he's, it would never occur to me because he's never made them before. But today was the day he was like, I'm making motherfucking egg cups and I'm starving. So he's like on the phone with his mom and I'm like having a fucking meltdown. And she's probably like, don't marry her. (laughs) Don't marry her. You don't need to go through this again. No, don't do this. So, and I'm like explaining myself. I'm like, look, I'm just hungry. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, so it was actually really funny. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. So this weekend, <laughs> it's my birthday. So on Saturday was my birthday. And, uh-huh. you know, we had everybody over and all that stuff. We and did. that, again, was very hectic because I wasn't prepared for it. We had so many things going on, you know, outside of, you know, that, like within the family that it's just, I it was so busy and I just didn't have time to think about it. I kept forgetting I was even having a birthday party mm-hmm. and that all these people were coming. So on Saturday, it was a hustle time and I had all this work to do and hustling to do. And I was so stressed out. So then Bruce goes, 
just give me a list. I'll go to BJ's. It's fine. So he goes to BJ's, takes the kids with him. My stepdaughter. <laughs> Somehow it's like, well, her, I guess she starts complaining that her feet hurt. Oh, yeah. When she was sitting on the fruit and some British guy was like, your butt no, is an on Australian. the fruit. Oh, your butt is on the fruit. Yes. But well, he was like, no, he, he says, yeah, ass is on the food. Get up. Like that. And I guess because her feet hurt. So somehow she leaned and he's like, you stay here. I'm going to run around. And I guess she decided, well, I'm going to go sit on the beef. Right. And this Australian was like, yeah, ass is on the food. Get up. Like that. And like freaks out on her. And she's like, like okay. I don't, I don't really blame him though. Like. <laughs> no, but the way like, she tells the story. there's benches and BJs. I know. But the way that this, she told the story, it was so funny. I mean, I laughed so hard every time she told us the story. She told the story like four different times that day. And literally at like 11 o'clock, I hear the story for like the fourth time. And I'm like hysterically about to piss my pants because I'm just like, oh, my God. And she's like, oh, my God. And then she's like, oh, my God. You know, like, where's my dad? <laughs> this was so funny. So we did that. And then, um, you know, of course, you know, Sunday was Father's Day and. He got himself a grill, and he realizes now that he likes to grill food. Oh, yeah. We synced him out there. Yes, he was out there grilling. Just looking for a place to put the burgers. I know. He's like, I just need a place to put the burgers. And I think Bacon moved a little table over and was like... Here, it was, here you go, buddy. It has been a very, very, very oh personally God. stressful he time. so tightly wound. Yes. He didn't know whether to scratch his watch or wind his ass. I know. I was like, you need a fucking Xanax, dude. Like, we like, both you need to were calm like the that. fuck down. Yes. I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry, babe. Why do you keep apologizing to her? She didn't do it. You didn't do anything, but everything I, she has, like, calm the fuck down, dude. Yeah, no, like, yeah, it was definitely, it was very hectic. Um, and then me and Abby were making fun of you outside. And she was like, Jamie, I love you so much. I don't know what I'd do without you. And I'm like, I know, Abby, like, my life would be awful without you here. And I just love you so much. <laughs> Because literally all we do is sit around and tell each other how much we love each other all the time. It's and they were disgusted disgusting by it. disgusting, people. <laughs> it is disgusting. And I'm a fucking romantic. <laughs> and it was just too much for me. And, and and Abby helped me along. And she was like, she was like, I love you so much, Jamie. I don't know what I'd do without you. And I was like, no, Abby. I don't know what I would do without you. Yeah, they teamed up on us. But I can't help it. And then what did, what did you say? Somebody said, oh, it's the honeymoon. I'm like, we've been living together for a year. I'm like, and we deal with all this craziness. The honeymoon's been over. <laughs> we just yeah. are really, really good together. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so the weekend was just really, really hectic. And on Saturday, Sunday, I could not stay awake. Oh. I just kept falling asleep. And I wasn't drunk or anything by any means. I was so physically and mentally exhausted by just everything that's been going on in our lives that I could not stay awake. Well, it was a really busy week for me with your birthday and Jen's birthday and Lori's birthday mm-hmm. and then Father's Day. So I called my dad on Father's Day. And we got really, really great news on Father's Day, which I'm not going to say because she hasn't announced it herself. Right. Um, but I called my dad on Father's Day. And I'm like, hi, Daddy. And he's like, hi. I was like, you know, I'm going to come. And I always get my dad a vulgar t-shirt mm-hmm. from the beach. But I wasn't going to the beach until Monday. Mm -hmm. So I said to him, I was like, I don't have your gift until tomorrow. But, you know, if you want, I'll come see you. Right. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, ew. You don't want to see me? And he was like, well, baby, I was going to go out riding on my bike today. It's a really nice day. I want to go riding on my bike. I said, And now i got to sit around and wait for you. And I was like, (laughs) 
I was like, so how about this, Daddy? How about I'll come and see you tomorrow after I get your gift, and you go ride your bike today. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, thank you, baby. I love you. Bye. Ah! <laughs> so nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Daddy. <laughs> anyway, so Sunday, Paco came home from his fishing trip, and I had made steak and potatoes and shrimp and um, green beans with carrots and... Fitz came over because his girls were going on vacation and left early on Father's Day. So we had dinner for them. Um, And then Monday, Monday was a fun, fun day for me. Um, I had to go get fingerprinted for the new job. Oh, I know. Yeah, Jamie's going to be starting that new job soon. Eventually, at some fucking point. Um, Oh, wait. And not only that, well, Kathy's son, um, like, finally listened to one of our podcasts and loves that we talk about them. Yeah, he was like, I just listened to the podcast about me, Jamie, and I think you're really funny. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was the barking up the wrong, the wrong spinster one. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go down to the beach, and I had told Sally about it, and she got off for the day, right? Which is very exciting because I didn't think she'd be into magnet fishing, and she really wasn't. She just wanted to go down to the beach. Yeah, I don't blame her. I'm like, if I could have won, I would have went too. You guys could have magnet fished, and I would have sat with Sally on the beach. And Sally was living her best life on that pier. Living her best life. Me and Jason are throwing this magnet out and bringing things in and throwing it out. And she is sitting in her brand new chair that she just got from Walmart. It's got like sunflowers all over it. It's got a little cooler and a bottle opener that came with it. Uh-huh. Like she is living her best life. She's got her legs like up on the top of the fence on the pier. She's like, <laughs> got her visor pulled down over yeah. her face. And I was like, this bitch is over there just doing her thing. And she's like, don't bother me. <laughs> Don't bother me. I need the release. I need and, the release. And then she'd like walk over and check my skin tone because you know she's over. Oh there. yeah, you can't be in the sun. I can't be in the sun. So yeah. She'd, she'd come over and check my skin tone and like she'd be like, "You need to wear my visor for a while." <laughs> wear the visor. <laughs> so anyway, we're down at the beach and we're on the pier at Cape Henlopen and we're fishing and these two guys are sitting next to us and the old guys say, "Be careful what you pull out of here," because. Two days ago, somebody pulled a human jawbone out of here. Oh, God. And I was like, nah And he was like, yeah. And the there were initials on the jawbone that said J-H. And I was like, what? Those are my initials. They were just fucking around. <laughs> there was a ball, jo- uh, a jawbone pulled out, but it didn't have initials. And I was like, oh, my God, those are my initials. And these guys are like my dad's age. And they're like, they're also Jimmy Hoffa's. Uh, <laughs> and I was like. But it still was like a really weird coinky right. thing that he said what he said to you. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, they're like pulling body parts out of here or whatever. So then we go down to the back of the pier and we're throwing down there. And the guy standing right next to me goes, sweetie, be careful what you pull out of here. I just fished a jawbone out of here two days ago. And I'm talking to the guy who fished the jawbone out. Oh, my God. I know. That's so weird that you run right into him. So he's like, yeah. He was like, I was like, well, do you you have to fill out paperwork or anything? He was like, no, they just took my name and number. They're taking it to see if they can identify who it belongs to. And, like, sometimes with big storms, um, cemeteries will, that are eroded, that are, like, close to the ocean, sometimes things sweep out. So What? So sometimes it's something as simple as that. Um... But he goes, the craziest thing is, they said if nobody claims it in 30 days, I can have it back. Oh, my God. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. I was like, are you joking? And he was like, no. Dead serious. I told him I didn't want it. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
But I was like, how are you just gonna give somebody your somebody else's jawbone? Because oh. if it's not claimed in 30 days. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I was I do think it. it's really funny that he said that to you though. Right. Like the Jimmy Hoffa thing. You're like, my initials Those are, are my initials. Oh my god. Well, you know, I have to say, we did the Father's Day thing this weekend. But there is another person out there just living living it. Their best life? I don't think it's his best life. I don't know. But Nick Cannon. Oh, we have got to talk about this little fuck funny Nick Cannon. Can we stop letting Nick Cannon stick our dick, his dick in you, ladies? Can we just stop? Because, A, I don't understand. He's very, very upfront when he says he does not want to settle down again. Monogamy is not for him. He is very upfront about it. He doesn't lie. And all these women are like, impregnate me any old way. Ugh, I don't trust a man that wears a turban all the time. He is going to have, he's got a total of, he's going to have a total of seven kids when this newest child is born. Four of which were born in the last year by three different women. He's a man hoe. He's wilded out. <laughs> I know, right? And I'm like, oh my God. But people are like now doing, like, so what do I don't think she this got thing? it. I don't think she just got that joke, people. No, well, no, because it's a show. Yeah. Oh, okay. You did get it. I did get it. I'm not that fucking old. Jesus. Um, but somebody, like, they did a um, a whole, like, um, article on him because he, like, shows up for every baby shoot. And they're like, speaking of Father's he Day. He loves them kids. He loves them kids. And, well, you know, we've been walking around here going, he bad his kids. Like that. All And, and like, the little six-year-old's like. I'm not bad. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, no, not you, baby. I'm like, the rest Are of you them. Kidding? I looked at that child in the pool and I said, do you splash me or push me in? You will not survive the fucking night. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, and he does tend to, he's very all boy. And he's, he's all boy. He is rough, rugged and rough and everything else. But anyway, but back to him, he, um. Shows up to every baby shoot. So he's got four babies this year. Two of her twins. So he's got three different women pregnant in a year. Well, good for him. Like, no, not are... good for him. It's disgusting. Because then he Look. says he wants to be a fucking role model. Motherfucker, I need a role model. He doesn't want to be a role model. That is not is a not role like... model. That is not Nick a Cannon, normal situation. Nick Cannon, the only thing that he could possibly even remotely have, like, where he's a role model, is that he freaking hosts America Got Talent. But I mean, it's like no, it's not a normal he thing. Does, he does do the mass singer too, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not saying he doesn't have a good work ethic. Okay, fine that way. But you know, you don't want to marry the mothers, right? You're having all these children, okay, within a year, knowing you're not going to give them a stable home. Yeah, but nobody's really paying that much attention to Nick Cannon except for these bitches. No, the point is, is he's saying he wants to be a role model, and he's completely fucking full of himself. Yeah. Like, seriously, if you don't want to be involved in a relationship, that's fine. You're upfront with it. These people know they shoot. It is what it is, right? You're all adults. I get it. But don't fucking blow smoke up my motherfucking skirt telling me you want to be some role model when, motherfucker, no. 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 It's not going to happen. Okay. Let's see what I got. Okay. Okay. So, I have... Oh, shit. Okay. So, what do you got? So, I was just scrolling... And I found this article. I was going to read the one about the cucumber, which I'll get to. But this one is out of Delaware. It's out of Newark. And it's a picture of this guy. And it says, he tried to rob two women, but went to jail with a black eye instead. Aww. And it's Delaware. So let's give us a 
Let's give it a little rudy read. <laughs> Let's give it a shout out, Delaware. Let's give it a shout out, Newark, Delaware. Picture, picture it, Newark, Delaware, twenty twenty one. At about oh eight two two hours. What the fuck? Military time. Anyway, um, so it's about eight twenty two. Newark police were dispatched to the 100 block of East Main Street for report of an attempt robbery. Responding officers found that the male suspect had been detained at the scene by bystanders. The victim, a 28-year-old female, advised that the male approached her and demanded her car keys while verbally threatening her with harm if she did not comply. She did not comply, and a witness intervened and took the victim away from the area for her safety. The victim was not injured. The suspect, when approached... A 64-year-old female who was entering her vehicle a short distance away, the suspect pushed the victim to the ground and demanded the keys to her vehicle. The victim yelled for help, and the witness and witnesses intervened and helped the sus, held the suspect um, until the police arrived. The victim suffered from minor injuries that did not require medical attention. So uh, he got his own butt whooped. Mm-hmm. The male suspect was identified as David Timmits, 31 of Newark, he was taken into custody by police without incident. Timmons was transported to Newark Police Headquarters, where he was charged with two counts of attempt robbery, first degree. Timmons appeared before Justice of the Peace Court number 11 by video and was ordered to be held in default of $60,000 cash bail. Wow. Timmons was turned over to the custody of the Howard Young Correctional Center. Good old Gander. Uh, is that where that is? Is that, that what Gander That's is? Gander. Oh, I didn't know that. He was taken to the hill, y'all. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was called Gander Hill, right? Yep. Yeah. And that's it. I thought it would be more interesting, like, the girls, like, fucked him up or something, but I guess it was just the bystanders that did it. Oh, no. I think, um, I don't know. It seems like a lot of things have been um, escalating a little bit lately, because we live right near, Main Street is considered right where University of Delaware is. Uh-huh. And it seems like... We're seeing a lot more stuff kind of going on. We're seeing a lot more crime. A lot more crime, which is like, no bueno. We don't want to have no crime. Yeah. Um, Crap, I have like saved stuff, but But they have my phone and I don't know where it is. It always happens right around this time of year. Anyway, when the weather starts getting warm, people start getting crazy. They do start getting crazy. But you know what? I have stuff that I saved. I'm trying to see what I... I can't even find it now. Because you're trying to find your actual... An actual computer? What? Activity log, maybe? No, I have, like, saved things. Where's my save stuff? I don't know. That's the marketplace. That's the... Story archive, maybe? No, I don't know. Oh, my God. I sound like a little tiny person. I sound like a little jerk. Well, we'll just jump right into what I got here. Yeah, go ahead. Find what you have, too. Because I have stuff. So, a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're laughing right now. Fucking Florida man. Uh huh. So, this is from cinemablend.com. Okay. And it says a woman jumped off off a Disney World ride to steal a cucumber and fell into the water. Yeah, this is a good one. And then it says, no, really. Like, it really happened. So it says, one can never underestimate the crazy things people will do at a theme park. Over the years, we've seen stories of guests getting in fights with each other, employees of theme parks being attacked, and more than a few cases of people getting drunk and doing really dumb stuff. You can basically set your watch by people doing crazy things at Walt Disney World, and we have our newest example as a woman has been captured on video jumping off the Living of the Land attraction 
at Epcot in order to apparently take a cucumber from a from the greenhouse. Oh my god. Though she doesn't get away scot-free as she actually falls into the water before getting back into the boat. Living in the Land is a simple boat ride in Epcot's The Land Pavilion, which shows guests how new technology is being used to aid agriculture. It accumulates in a ride through a functioning greenhouse where food is being grown, and it appears that one woman was really curious about the cu- how the cucumbers tasted. As she hopped off the boat in order to snag one, but it ended badly. Check it out. And then there's a video. <laughs> we can't even show the video because we're a podcast, but... Like, she gets out of the boat and jumps into the greenhouse, and I guess, look, there she goes. She got the cucumber, and then she went to get back onto the boat, and then fell into the water. And they were like, nope, you're busted. Oh, my God. Like, get yourself together. Right, that's just fucking ignorant. I'm sorry. Like, you're a trash person, whoever this is. You know, and I just, ugh. Yeah, it, it, it's trash people that do that. Um, yeah, because, you know, that's supposed to be, like, something for everybody, and people like that ruin it. But anyway, it says, um, the video was posted, posted to Twitter. Oh, my God, my fucking phone is, like, going crazy. You know what? Are you, like, one of those ones where they have, like, a million pop-ups? No, my phone, because it's cracked down in the corner, goes, eh. Oh, okay, I gotcha. So the video was posted to Twitter, though it appears to be a repost of a video from TikTok through the original, the original form from Martha Lorena has since been taken down. The video shows a woman hopping off the living in the boat, living with the land boat, pulling something off of a plant, but she seems to pull harder than she thought to get it off, and forces, and the force causes her to fall backwards. With her leg falling between the boat and the side of the greenhouse, which actually is quite dangerous. With some help, she seemed to get out unscathed. According to some reports, the woman apparently jumped off the living with the land boat multiple times of the cor- throughout the course of the attraction. She fell off multiple times? No, she jumped off the boat. Oh, she jumped off. Oh, my God. Since there are actual people working in the greenhouse, most of the time she wouldn't... Oh. So there was people working in the greenhouse... And um, she was actually seen multiple times doing this. Um, it said uh, she would have been seen. Needless to say, this was likely a bad move by somebody who wants to be able to go back to the theme park anytime soon. While it's unclear what if anything happened to this woman, odds are there was somebody from security ready to meet her at the exit of the attraction. Um, it's certainly possibility that the woman will be banned from the park. For jumping off a ride, not just one, but multiple times, and potential danger and potentially dangerous situations, as she ended up pro- proving by nearly getting hurt. And the crazy part of the whole thing is, if you're curious how the food tastes in the Epcot greenhouse, greenhouse, there's no need to grab it. All you have to do is eat at Epcot. The food that is produced there is actually used throughout the resort, including in places like the Green Grill restaurant. That is just upstairs from the ride. Oh my god, that's kind of interesting though. If you want to know how the cucumbers taste, go order a fucking salad. Oh my god, that's so wild that they actually grow their own food. Yeah. That's so neat though. I never knew that. It is. It's it's very neat. And I I feel like people like her are just like people who suck at life. Well, she's just kind of an asshole. She's probably like another entitled young ass asshole. She sucks at life. Yeah. She sucks at life. You people like that ruin things for everybody. And there are rules that need to be followed. I hate people who break a rule, man. 
Well, well, you you break rules. But not those kind of rules. Yeah, but I don't break like like if I'm out in public. Yeah. And there are certain guidelines I have to follow. I follow those guidelines. Uh-huh. They are there for my protection. <laughs> like not hopping off a fucking ride to eat a cucumber. Right. Like, don't be a. What are you gonna be like? She didn't have no ranch. <laughs> no ranch to eat a cucumber. She didn't with. have a fucking vegetable peeler. <laughs> What's she going to do? Just right into that cucumber? I don't know. I guess she just thought, oh my God, look, there's like, in the middle of a ride, there's like this place. Where is she going to hide that cucumber? All right, calm down, sister. Calm down. That's now. what she, she was like, ooh, look at the size of that cucumber. Dirty whore. Oh my God. We know who else is a dirty whore? Um, this 30-year-old substitute teacher I'm about to tell I'm you so about. I'm so excited about this. This so, is like the most exciting thing that you've told me about all day. I'm ready for it. I am here for it. I love how she calls it exciting and it's completely it's grotesque disgusting, and disgusting. But you know, I live for the disgusting shit. Okay. I live for it. Well, this is from news.com. K-N-E-W-Z.com. So it says, and this is posted four months ago, apparently. It says, substitute teacher 30 masturbated in front of her second grade class, videotaped and shared her immoral acts. So in a shocking. She looks like she gives zero fucks. I don't know. I'm like, she doesn't look like she's all that hurt by it at all. No, she really doesn't. She's like, eh. No. It says, in a shocking case of alleged violation of parents' trust, Amelia Ressler, a Georgia substitute teacher, has been arrested and charged with 19 counts of child molestation in elementary school, People Magazine reports. Uh, Reports have alleged that during her destructive tenure as a substitute teacher in Carrollton, Georgia, Amelia was brazen and twisted enough to masturbate right in front of her young students. Oh, my God. On Friday, staffers at Mount Zion Elementary School sounded the alarm about Amelia Ressler 30, the alleged twisted and nightmarish Georgia substitute teacher. According to the Carrollton County Sheriff's Office, the school staff alleged that Ressler was guilty of shocking misconduct. Staff at, let me see, uh, the Georgia Sheriff's Facebook post indicated that while working as a substitute teacher, Amelia Ressler committed what was characterized as indecent and immoral acts while in the presence of school-aged children. Georgia authorities slapped Amelia Ressler in cups on Friday and hauled the alleged perverted substitute teacher off to jail. Languishing in Carrollton County Jail since then, Ressler still hasn't been given bond. I'm just like, oh my God. It says, as it turns out, Amelia Ressler was documented on tape engaging in her alleged horrifying depraved acts while she was supposed to be teaching the young Georgia students. Investigators were able to obtain videos as well as photos of Ressler masturbating right in front of a classroom of impressionable second graders. That's according to the Carroll County Sheriff's Office spokesperson, Ashley Husley, or Husley. What's more, according to meow, <laughs> M-E-A-W-W, I don't even know what that is. Meow. Uh, meow. <laughs> Amelia Ressler dug her own grave legally. She reported, she really was the one who filmed and photographed herself masturbating while serving as a substitute teacher, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's kind of like being a dead horse at this point. We all know she fucking Wait, jacked off. so I'm wondering how she did it. Like, did she... Was she teaching or sitting at the desk while the kids were, like, doing independent learning? And was she, was she like, playing with the man in the boat? Like, was she DJing herself? Right. Was she, like, wiki wiki? Uh-huh. Or was she, like, doing it in front of the children? Like, was she sitting spread eagle, like, look, click my fun button. Look, click my fun button. <laughs> like, that's, they don't explain exactly what happened. No, but they just kind of keep saying, well, she, she's depraved. She's the, Well, of course she's disgusting and depraved and all that kind of I stuff. I mean, because if you think about it, 
if they're doing their homework or something and they've got like their heads down and she's behind a desk and she's like this with her little phone and she's like oh. yeah like that's one thing i mean it's still wrong and Every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. But they make it sound like she was, like, spread eagle on the desk and was like, hey, little Bobby, can you hold this phone for me and, <laughs> and press the red button and I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> I know. Now they don't say that. The, stand to the side because mom was a squirter. Ew! Like, stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. easily grossed out. I'm so disgusted. <laughs> I think at this point, she's just waiting to see, like, how much I'm going to take. <laughs> how... What can Jamie say for her to be like, oh my God, don't I know. I was like, oh again. my God. That was it. You figured it out. You know, that it last was, one, you know, it was, was it. it a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and this bags me up every time. Because Danielle will be on here talking about me and Bruce are going to get OnlyFans. But I. That's a joke. But I said to Grayson that he should go on Tinder because there's bitches on there that'll suck his dick for a quarter pounder. And she was appalled. <laughs> Who, she Kathy was or me? you. Oh, I know. I was like, you were so tell that. You were like, oh my god, do not tell her that. Oh my god, don't ever say that to me again. I'm so serious. Don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> I know. Well, the stuff when I say the stuff about me and Bruce is because these people make like a million dollars, and you know what? I would like to make a million dollars. She was probably filming for her OnlyFans. She may have been. I don't know. But I mean, the whole point, though, is like, I made jokes about it because I'm kind of, I'm kind of a prude, except for like with him. It's right. different. That's like, and that I, be my husband. We're and getting she married. feels like it's I different. am dead serious when I tell that boy to go on Tinder because there are bitches on there. There are, though. Thing. You know there are. But We've there heard are. The story. And I think that's their problem. I Girls think that you know dates. that this is true. And you're it like. It is. It's like they go. You can't, you can't fathom it. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, I, I'm like, no, because Who you know what? Who could be that desperate? Any minute now, one of my kids is going to bring home someone. So it's either going to be the oldest two, because then we got the youngest two, and they're on a little lockdown because they're young. But then, like, the oldest two, especially the oldest, at some point in time, he's going to start dating. You know what? He better not bring some shit like that home here. I, I, I don't lose my that. mind. I don't see that for him. First of all, he's so handsome. But yeah. He's lost I'm, a lot of weight, too. And he has. And I'm sure girls flirt with him all the time. I just don't think he, he gets what they're doing. I don't doing. think he gets it. No. I don't, I don't think he gets it. And, you know, he lost all this weight. So he came home the other day and was like, oh, my God, Mom. I put on these pants and these jeans. And I just got him jeans, like, not too long ago. And um, he was like, look at this. I mean, he pulled them out so far. And he was, like, in a 36, 32. And now he's, like, in a 28, 22. Good for or him. 32. Good for him. Yeah, I was like, holy him, crap. Him so handsome. Him is so handsome. And I, I, I do that to him every time I see him. I'm like, who's Julian? handsome? I say, Saturday, I was like, are you staying? He was like, um, no. Yeah, he went to go. Because well, now I'm like older and have a complete life, Aunt Jamie. Well, you know, I think it's funny. The life he went to go do, he went to go play D&D with his friends. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm, that's right. I'm he going played to play, D&D. Going to play fucking magic, Aunt Jamie. Yeah, I was like, you go play D&D with your friends um, and you just wait until you're like 50 to bring somebody home. That would be great things. I mean, I'm so close to having grandbabies. It's unreal. Well, anyway, she's married. It's different. They're married, and she's, like, an adult and married and moved out. So, speaking of, like, god-awful things caught on video. <laughs> okay. So, this is from Perko Lately. Okay. And um, it's by Eric Spring, and it says, Woman is horrified after security video captures her male roommate trying on her panties. Oh, my God. It says, living living with friends can be a wonderful thing. There's also someone to hang out with. Conflicts can be 
can resolve more direct communication than random roommates have, and there's never a communi- a commute to spend a- there's never any commute to spend the day with a buddy. But sometimes people go overboard with all that comfort. <laughs> a recent post on the Am I the Asshole on subreddit on reddit me and daniel love and an i the love that 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 subreddit is amazing you know what i do like too just to be clear on that subreddit is that most people that respond to it are normal people with yeah. normal reactions which makes me believe in life again that there is normal people out there norming liberal you know having like moral compasses right so i think so it's fun in in this post it says um, the subreddit showed readers just how comfortable some roommates can get, can get apparently. So, the original poster known as Calves Closed. What? Calves, oh, Cav is Closed. C-A-V is, I-S, Cav is Closed. Um, titled the post with a question that made it clear that she didn't know how to proceed to what happened. Okay. So, she put... W-I-B-T-A. Would I be an a- the asshole? <laughs> oh, if she did it. If she did it. <laughs> so, it says, earlier this year, one of my friends, 29-year-old male, we'll call him Taylor, moved in with my boyfriend and I, and we'll call him Charlie, and I'm a 20, he's a 25-year-old guy, and I'm a 23-year-old female. Taylor and I worked together and became really close friends. I introduced him to my boyfriend, and now the three of us are, like, super tight. Mm-hmm. However, I am closer to Taylor than I am than my boyfriend is because Taylor and I have bonded over similar traumatic experiences. They felt nothing but trust leaving for a few days. The other day, Charlie and I left for a little weekend trip. Taylor agreed to take care of our dog while we were away, which we were happy about. Charlie and I have a security camera in our bedroom. This camera is aimed at the bedroom door and the bathroom door. We have a bathroom door that's attached to the bathroom that comes into our room. So it says, but then there was an unexpected development. <laughs> minutes after we left we got a notification that there was motion there was motion detected in our room we checked the cameras and saw taylor just standing in our room over the next 30 minutes he went in and out of the room about seven times it's important to note that up until this point we have sincerely valued private we have sincerely valued privacy we never go into his room unless he states it's okay or vice versa so we're surprised to see him just walking in our room um then things became a little clearer after that the eighth time he went to our room, we saw him go over to my dresser and dig through my panty drawer. Oh, my God. He picked out a pair of panties, pulled down his boxers and boxers and pants and put my panties on and then put his boxers back on over them. Okay. A few minutes later, he returned wearing one of my tank tops. When he noticed the camera, he slowly backed out of the room. Oh, my God. But then he was like, fuck it, I guess. But because then he was- <laughs> I continued digging through my panty drawer. He returned multiple times later to dig through my panties. All of this is recorded and saved on video. Oh my god. Seeing how he invaded our privacy and more of my underwear made me feel sick and it needs to be addressed. We don't want to make Taylor feel ashamed of cross-dressing, but what he did with my clothing was disgusting. I know, I know as soon as we get back home, I'm going to throw away all my underwear and Charlie is going to install a debo on our, our bedroom door, but we don't feel comfortable confronting him until we return home and are, and are able to double our door. Would I be the asshole if I made him pay to replace all my underwear (laughs) (laughs) and pay for the hardware for our bedroom deadbolt? The only reason I need those things now is because he invaded my privacy. So 
Anonymous strangers waited in the club, <laughs> declaring, um, not the asshole. Cross-dressing is one thing. Raiding your panty drawer and invading your privacy is another. When you talk to him, make sure you leave that with that. You right. support people of that lifestyle, and if that's what he's doing, he needs to buy his own clothes for it. I'd make I'd make it pay for the panties dead and deadbolt and tell him he's out when he's when the lease is up. I wouldn't stand for that level of disrespect. It has nothing to do with his identity, only the invasion of privacy. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not the asshole, but this is creepy as fuck. I know, it and is that's creepy. What, that's what the, the person said. I know, but it is. I mean, he barely waited for you to drive away before he went to town. That screams fetish to me. And honestly, I'm really surprised you still intend to live with him after this guy did that. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, basically, everybody's like, yo, you're not the asshole. Like, I bet you by the time they get back, like, Charlie's, like, Taylor's gone. Like, he's, like, fucking embarrassed. Well, because there's, like, nothing that you can say. Like, you're caught red-handed. So, there's nothing you can say. So, you're either going to try and make it right Right. and apologize. Right. Or you're going to make it about them and leave and somehow turn it around on them. But you saw the camera. You come in wearing a tank top and her panties. And then you come in, you look up, and you're like, oh, fuck, there's a camera. And then at this point, where you should have been like, sorry, um, <laughs> you, your thing up. you continued to wear her panties all weekend. Yeah, I just don't, mm, no. No, 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 like, no, no, And no. they still went on their trip, and they weren't far. She said they were only about 15 minutes out when they got the first notification. I'm telling you right now, if me and Paco did that, and I was like, yo, <laughs> Your boy is wearing my panties. Paco would be like, Yes, there would be no, 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 no. Taco, yeah, Paco would be turned around immediately. But no, I think they should be like, look, like this is unacceptable. And I don't know that I would make him put the deadbolt on the door. No, he want, they want to make him pay for the deadbolt because they didn't need a deadbolt until his creepy ass went in there and started playing in her underwear. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, I understand their point. I don't know. It would make me feel uncomfortable. I'd be like, look, I'm putting a deadbolt on my door so you can't get in there because you violated my trust. And, you know, I hope that we can move forward, but it's going to take a while. Well, she said that she's going to have to throw away all her underwear because she feels uncomfortable. I wouldn't have thrown away. I just washed them. Yeah. But, like, I live from a different time. Like, we we are poor. Like, you don't just throw away. These Why would you throw? I don't know. I would you just don't wash throw away them. Underwear, just or maybe wash just them. throw away the pair that you saw him touch. I don't know. Wash no, them all. No, it wasn't even the, like if you wash them all because he just touched them. Throw away the pair he wore. Yeah, you can or, throw away that pair. Or tell him you support him and let him have them. Yeah, here you go. Those well, are, it's like, first of those all. Those are your neon green panties now. Yeah, it's like, could you imagine like, okay, we're going to sit down and have this discussion. <laughs> so you sit down and you lead with. We know that you know that we know that you're that, that you're you, interested in that you touch these. So <laughs> I want to start with here. You go. This is a present for you. These are the ones that you wore. We want you to know that we're supportive of your lifestyle. Um, but now I that we got that out of the way. We do not condone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like here's the underwear. You can have them. Um, you know who else steals underwear? Who? This woman's cat. Oh, <laughs> that's an hysterical picture. <laughs> so this is so freaking funny. There is this cat that runs around and steals people's shit from their yard. Right. Brings it back to this woman's yard. Uh-huh. And she never knows whose it is because the cat runs around all over the place. So right. She don't know what it is. So what she did was to combat that was she made this big sign and she put it on the side of her yard. He seems where to people like can see it. Gloves. Yes, he like he steals gloves and um and other things. But and the big ass sign on the side of the house, and then she's got like 
um, what do you want to call that? Like a clothesline? It's a clothesline. It's like a clothesline right next to it. And on the sign, and it's a really big sign, it says, my cat is a thief. Please take these items if they are yours. <laughs> and she's got a thing that's point that's like an arrow that points to the cat. Like there's like a little cat drawing on it. And it points to it calling thief. It says thief, like this cat's the thief. And apparently he really likes garden gloves. Yeah, he's, there's a lot of gardening gloves going on there. Yeah, so it's so funny. So it's the, it's from the insider. And it's hilarious. I was laughing my friggin' ass off because I'm like, this poor woman's like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I, I can't put the cat in therapy. The motherfucker steals. Like, I don't know what to do with it. So she's like, a woman's pet cat kept stealing from her neighbors. So she put up a, my cat is a thief yard sign next to all the stolen goods. <laughs> Kate Felmet used to go door to door making apology rounds. Could you imagine? To her neighbors in Beaverton, Oregon. First of all, Beaverton. I don't know why I find that as funny as I do, but Beaverton. Um, when her cat Esme would steal their gloves, face masks, and other items she could fit in her mouth, she told Insider. But recently, Esme. Thelma, yeah, Esme. From, uh, no, it's Esme. It's Esme? from um, Emperor's New Groove. She's the oh, bad, is it? Is she's, Esme? She's the bad lady. Oh, I never seen that one. <gasps> I never seen it. No touchy. Oh, you gotta watch that one. Okay. Well, it says recent, uh, but recently, Thelma says she found a better way to deal with her Kalepto cat. Isme had been bringing Felmet at least one item a day since she first started going outside in the summer of 2019, according to Felmet. At first, she brought birds and bits of trash, Felmet said. My mom is an avid bird watcher and was quite distressed, so I began to praise <laughs> Isme for anything she brought me that wasn't a bird. Uh. Each time she brings something, she comes to the back door and yowls in a very distinctive and harsh way until I come to tell her she has done a good job. That is hilarious. This fucking cat is owning this woman, by the way. When coronavirus lockdown began in spring 2020, Esme started ramping up her gifts and brought home several face masks a day, Felmet said. One day, Felmet said, Esme brought home 11. <laughs> 11 <laughs> face masks. Esme has brought home many weird things, Felmet said, but in April, she seemed to be focused on gardening gloves. One week in late April, she brought two pairs per day. At the end of the week, I had 14 pairs, and I thought that if I didn't do something about it, I'd be swamped by the end of summer. That's when she decided to make the sign and place a clothesline in her front yard holding all the stolen items. <laughs> Since then, Felmet estimates she has united 10 pairs of gloves, several masks, and a running belt. With their original owners, her neighbors, the most they mostly seem to amuse, she said of her neighbors, but it's kind of awkward when the family from whom Ysmay has stolen same, the, same the same pair of knee pads out of their garage three times. Keep your garage, <laughs> keep your garage closed, people. There's a kitty cat out there that likes to collect things. I know. I just think that's so freaking funny. You guys have to look this up. If, yeah, it's so funny. Ysmay there looks like Lori's new cat. Oh, really? It's an yeah. all-black cat? Oh, yeah, my God, that's so black. perfect for her. It is. Um, they originally named her Puma, but Katie was like, oh, she should call her Binks from Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. So now her name is Binks. Oh, okay. And she's so sweet. She's the sweetest, most loving cat in the world. Like, Yeah, I still never have a cat yeah, again. I know. Oh, don't so, come for me, cat people. So I just don't ever want to have a cat. So speaking I of animals, I got this one. This is, uh, this is important. <laughs> this, this is from important. this is from I fucking love science. Okay, um, and it is about <coughs> cocaine bear, the true story of a bear that ate seventy pounds of cocaine. Oh my god! Yep, did he die? I don't know. I haven't read the article. Oh my god! You know what, people? She does this shit to me all the time. She saves a fucking article, and I don't know what it is, and I'm too impatient to wait for her. 
Anyway, it says, it. yes, we know it's not a black bear, but the snow kind of looked like cocaine. Image credit goes to blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it said, step aside, Paddington. Your services are low no, low, no longer required. <laughs> <laughs> Pooh, a new movie is in production that makes both of you look like kids' films, which, to be entirely fair, you are. Right. Nevertheless, the true story of Cocaine Bear, a.k.a. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. That's fantastic. <laughs> now, that is something you would have come up with. So, Pablo Escobar is to be turned into a movie. When Eliz- oh, my God. With Elizabeth Banks set to direct. Frankly, unless Paddington 3 sees Paddington Marmalade Addiction take a dark turn, it's going to take a hell of a lot <laughs> to beat the Strangest Bear movie next year. How the hell is somebody even going to make that into a movie? That I don't know. Even make but, sense. but here's the story. Oh, God. Okay. And of course, it happened in Kentucky. On September 11th, 1985, an old man in Kentucky woke up and went outside, where he found the corpse of a man in his driveway, which had... <laughs> Which would have been an unusual start to a Wednesday, even if the corpse wasn't wearing a bulletproof vest and strapped to a parachute. Which he was. Right. Oh, he was. He was strapped to a parachute and was wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh my god. In his driveway, dead. Dead in his driveway. This was a small part of his ensemble, which included night vision goggles, several handguns, and around $14 million worth of cocaine. (gasps) Holy The elderly gentleman phoned the police as you... (laughs) As you well might, as you all might do in the situation, who identified the body as one Andrew C. Thornton, a former paratrooper, narcotics officer, and a lawyer, who combined these unique skill sets when he became a parachuting drug smuggler for a ring known as the Company. This is going to be a good movie. Anyway, I know, and now that you're reading it, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see how this would be a decent movie. So Thornton, who had received a Purple Heart after being injured while deployed to the Dominican Republic during a revolution. Had set his plane on a... Oh, shit. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> We're like old people. We're like, oh. Well, no, there was like a little video playing. Anyway. Um, Pablo Escobar. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so funny. That is so funny. Anyway. Um, shit. Okay. So he was deployed um, to the Dominican Republic during a revolution. Had set the plane on autopilot before jumping from it. And was to hand on the cocaine once landing safely in Kentucky. While the plane crashed at 96.5 kilometers, 60 miles away, he, he fell to the ground. It's not known whether his parachute failed to deploy or he had merely left it, <clears throat> left too late, as like he left the plane, the thing out too late. Uh, the shootout, because if you get too far down, the shoot's not going to help you. So it says his friend said that he liked to play a game of waiting as long as he possibly could before opening it up. Hell, you don't get into a drug sm- smuggling parachute under the cover of night because you're you're averse to risk. Oh my god, he just said he just jumped out the plane. Uh-huh. The plane crashed somewhere. 60 miles away. Oh my god. And then he was fucking around and didn't open his chute fast enough. So it said, oh. but what of the cocaine bear? I hear you ask. The bear who liked to eat cocaine. Well, some three months later in the Chattahoochee, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, anyway, <laughs> in the Chattahoochee National Forest in Georgia, near where the plane was found, a 79.4 kilogram, 175 pound black bear 
was discovered surrounded by 40 open plastic packages that contained traces of cocaine. Despite the heavy weight of the bear, it was no match for around 31.8 kilograms, 70 pounds of cocaine, that the package used to house, and it had died of an overdose. Aww. Well, what did you think was going to happen? His fucking heart exploded. I don't know. I was hoping he'd just, like, go a little crazy and rob somebody. <laughs> the fucking bear. Start a cartel? Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Pablo Escobar. Its stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine. The medical oh examiner who looked inside the animal's stomach told Kentucky for Kentucky for Kentucky. There isn't a mammal on the planet that could have survived that. Cerebral hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, hyperthermia, renal failure, heart failure, stroke, you name it, the bear had it. Aww. Despite the state of the bear's inside, the outside looked pretty great. This is where, <laughs> oh my god! This is where Pablo Escobar's tail took a weird epilogue. The examiner sent the body to be stuffed after this and went to live in the visitor center at the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Center. Oh my god. Aww. So here is. Next time you go, you can get a picture of him. Oh my god. Here he is. He's in Georgia. Um, Friend of the band Kevin got his shot with Cocaine Bear for our album. Feels appropriate. Thanks. It says oh, following a fire, god. the bear was moved to Dalton, where soon afterwards it went missing. By the time the artifacts that were stolen were found in a pawn shop, the bear had already been sold. To country music legend Wailing Jennings. No. Who didn't even know the backstory. From here, the bear made its way to Vegas, where he lived in the mansion of Ron Thompson, a man oh, who shoot. would organize fun for millionaires while they were in the city, where it, where it remained for years. Then it headed to Reno, having been bought by Zhu Tang, an owner of a traditional Chinese medicine shop. After Thomas died and his possessions were auctioned off, it remained in the shop for many years, scaring the hell out of Tang's wife. The bear was finally tracked down by Kentucky for Kentucky, who explained its backstory, after which it was happily returned to Kentucky in 2016. I go there. What in the Where tourists hell? can see it in all, in the Kentucky Fun Mall in North Lexington. Oh my god, I was so close. A fitting resting place for a poor bear that was curious about a bag of cocaine aided devoured 39 further bags of cocaine and then devoured 39 further bags of cocaine. So, yeah. So, apparently, you can see him in Kentucky. I did not know. And now I have to see it. But here he is in his little hat. Oh, my God. And his name is actually Pablo Escobar. Which I think is fucking brilliant. It is brilliant. And now next time I go to Kentucky, I gotta go see the cocaine bear. Oh my god. I'm just thinking, how, okay, even, I thought they were gonna jump more into the story of the guy who landed and died. Well, but I mean, that really took the turn about how they were falling around the bear. And I'm just trying to understand right. how she's gonna make a movie about this bear. I don't know, but apparently, you know, it ended up... Waylon Jennings, he's just sitting there one day and he's like, Mama, don't let your cubs grow up to be cocaine bears. <laughs> cocaine bears. <laughs> How much time do we have? I can't see. Oh my god. Uh, oh, we're at 50, so we have time for like one more. Alright, you got one? Um, yes. It's a sad one, so I don't really want to do that. sad. I don't know, but it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe we'll just hold that for next week. How about if I just finish this one? So this one kind of made its rounds. So we talked about the one guy who got, what, his last paycheck in pennies? Yes. He did oil so pennies. Uh-huh. Well, I'm thinking this father must have, 
Oh my god! Now we got like the damn thing like running off too. Sorry guys, hold on. Now we got that thing. The video started playing when I clicked on the article. Right. Um. So apparently, this father had to pay his last child support check. Uh huh. And taking a cue from the guy previously, he dropped off his last his last child support check with eighty thousand dollars in pennies as his last support check. But why though? I, well, they actually, they talk about it that, um, he feels like the mom interfered in that relationship and he didn't have a relationship with his daughter. Uh, so in his anger to be like, you know, fuck you, I guess at the very end was like, here's 80,000 pennies, go fuck yourself. Well, I mean, he, they can't say he didn't pay it. Yeah. And he did. Well, so what the mom and the daughter did was they turned that around and they donated the last payment to a women's shelter. So they sort of got the last laugh, but at the same time, like, I've watched some things go on and I used to always sort of believe mom's side about things. You know what I mean? And now that I've seen other stories, I'm like, "Mm, no, what did the mom do? You know what I mean? I'm like one of those people now. Like, I don't just believe moms anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard once you've been in that predicament to not. Yeah. So it's like weird. And when he made the comment, like they went to him and he said, look, I didn't act right. This may not, but I did this in frustration. Like, I have not had a relationship with my daughter. Right. And it's because of this person. Right. So, and he believes it's because of the mom. So, right. he threw a little temper tantrum. And you never know. He probably is a cold-hearted asshole. You I know. Mean, if you look at it, though, even though he was pissed the fuck off, he still paid the last payment. Yeah, it's he still done. paid everyone. It's done. He's paid every single payment. Yep. And, like, he's he's fulfilled his obligation. Obligation in terms of that, yep. In the terms of that. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, they turned it around on him and were like, oh, yeah. And it says, Sanford said she hasn't spoken to her father in years. And this incident proves that she made the tough but right decision to stay clear. Mm. I don't know, though. She said she has no interest in having a relationship with someone who disrespects her mother. Yeah. See that? Yeah. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, boy, what really went down? Right. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as you hear that kind of stuff, it should be, I promise you, people. It should be a red flag. But anyway, so it, that was kind of making the rounds and a lot, a lot of people were talking about it and they were like, you know, a lot of, like a lot of people were like, good for him, you know, because, you know, he really believes that this mother interfered with the relationship. And then other people were like, you know, oh, oh my God, listen to Lainey out there crying. She never barks. Not crying. She's barking. You know, it might be because the old white man's outside. Uh, he, she really she, doesn't like she him. She does not like white men at all. Like, she is just so funny. Um... But then you had, like, a lot of people. People are passing this around, like, all over the place. And I just thought, what is it with people doing? And all I can think of is, you know, hey, there's two sides to both stories. You know, you kind of wonder what it goes on. When she said that, it kind of made me turn to be like, what has that mother been telling her? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then I'm like. That could be a whole other podcast. It could be, like, a whole other podcast. But I was like, wow, man. Like, these people be dropping off pennies. Petty LaBelle. But I'm, like, thinking, how do you get 80,000 pennies to begin with? Like, here's my mind. My mind's moving along. Like, okay, I already dealt with Especially like, in 2020 that, because there's a shortage of pennies. Yeah, so, like, where the hell did you get 87,000 or 80,000 pennies? He was dedicated. He was. I'm like, and then the other guy he got probably, the same thing. He probably went to several banks and was like, I need $100 worth of pennies. Yeah, he that was some dedication because yep. he really wanted to shove this yep. up that mother's ass. But at the end of the day... Um, a women's shelter got it, and they and were able to donate $800 to them. Right, so, so he, there, it's, they the tried to turn went, it around. The money went to a good cause, and his obligation is filled, and yep. now maybe 
Maybe one day they'll be able to, like, They'll be able to work that shit out. Yeah. Anyway. But in the meantime. If your cat is a thief or your dog (laughs) runs a drug cartel, um, give us a write-in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. Um, We're on a shit ton of platforms. And don't forget about the time change that Danielle's going to tell you all about. Oh, I know. You know, I don't have my phone in front of me now. <laughs> I usually have my phone and I can look at all my platforms. Um, so, actually, the WMLD just changed us. We got very, very lucky. And now we're on Friday mornings at 10 a.m. And we yeah. get, like, a lead-in spot from the morning show. So, yep. we're really excited about that. I'm thinking, and I know I think we said it last time, Louie. Oh, yeah. We're it. Oh, yes. We should be the daytime show. Before we go, I forgot. Jay told me he fact-checked. Um... So, you know how I was like, I love a Gemini, and Sally is a, Sally's birthday is June 26th. Yeah. Apparently, Sally is the very next after Gemini on that oh, day, it, it switches yeah. to Cancer. And he uh, was like, I can't help myself. I am obsessed with fact checking. I don't know what I'm going to do when he leaves. I don't know. Our, our, yeah, our lovely fact checker is going to be moving to Florida. He is going to start a brand new adventure. Um, with his love. With his love. And we're very excited for him, but we're going to miss him at the same time. But uh, you know what? It's nice to have new adventures. You know, like, he needs to go. You know, he needs to go and do those I, things. I agree. I think that um, that he is, is not flourishing here. And when he goes to Florida, he will flourish. Yeah, because, I mean, he's going to be in a whole, like, a community. Whole new world. Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole community down there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they have a very, because he's going to Orlando, and it's like, very heavy yep. LGBTQ yep. community down there. So and I'm, I'm really moving to Orlando one. eventually, so they will have somebody down there. So anyway, that's what um, I heard. But anyway, Louie, we should be the daytime show. We should. We should. Like, hello. He said something about Tampa. I'm like, well, look, if you can do a morning show out of Tampa, you can do a motherfucking morning show out of Delaware. Okay, right. We're it. Make it us. It needs to happen. So, so we're going to be on the WMLD on Fridays at ten. And if you miss it, that's okay. You're going to you're going to hear us again on Saturdays at. Seven. Seven. Fuck! Why can't I never remember this shit? If you missed it, that's okay, because at some point I'm going to upload it to our platform, our SoundCloud platform on Sunday. And that shoots us out to basically wherever you listen to your Yeah, podcast. and then it's like, um, well, we got SoundCloud, iTunes, iPodcasts, what is Stitcher? it? Stitcher. Stitcher, Google Play Music. What is that other one? Spotify? Spotify and then shit I don't have my phone in front of me it's like so hard to remember them all. it's basically wherever you listen to your podcast because I'm pretty sure that we're on all yeah you can like pretty much find them like on all those things so we're coming on up so um make good choices don't be shit people and okay. oh my god well wait a minute when does this go out this will be Friday this will be this Friday right mm-hmm. so we have like two podcasts yet okay never mind because I was gonna be like I'll be married you know but uh, no not yet not, not yet, yet. Not yet. Anyway, so we'll see you same time next back or next bat channel. Same, same bad time, whatever the hell it is. Same bat channel. Okay, <laughs> bye. Jesus Christ, bye.